0: At this point, your parents should really be living with you. Your parents should be retired. They should be downsized from their property if the property isn't paid for. And nowadays, most of the properties are not paid for. Most of the parents don't even own property. Majority of them are living in either in a rental property or an adult community renting. Hey, beautiful faces, it's me, Sunny, and welcome back to another episode of Talk About It with Sunny Morrison here on my podcast, sponsored by Fashion Reboot, which is a sustainable pre-owned fashion boutique that specializes in vintage, retro, designer brands, and unique styles. For more information, follow Fashion reboot dot store. Check them out. All right, everyone. I just wanted to come on today for another discussion. We are going to talk about, uh, I think I want to do a roll call of things that's happening in, in our world today. Everything from politics to cultural to entertainment it's just so much that we have going on as well as our health and wellness and i honestly see why a lot of us are dealing with mental health and anxiety because our world foundation is shifting or have shifted and i want to say the world really changed When Obama got in office and when he got out of office. And when Trump took over the White House, everything just exploded. And it continues to explode. Not saying that any of these atrocities that's going on in this world wasn't going on prior to Obama getting into office. But I think it's so severe right now. Everyone is losing their rabbit mind. They are losing their rabbit ass mind. One, we're dealing with our grown children who acts as if we owe them the world and we have given them the tools that they need so that they can set up their own foundation and live their life and become stable adults. If they are able to are unable to stay afloat. You know, most most parents are there to help pick up the pieces, but they're not going to pick up the pieces 100% if you're just laying down and not doing nothing. And then you feel like it is the parent's responsibility to hold your adult hand and carry you for the remainder of your life or your parent's life. You have grown men and women in their 30s 40s 50s and 60s believe it or not that are still incapable of doing what they need to do for themselves. You have some grown men and women that are using their older parents because if they're in their 40s and older their parents have to be in their 70s and older. So why are these grown children putting all this pressure on their elderly parents at this point your parents should really be living with you your parents should be retired they should be downsized from their property if the property isn't paid for and nowadays most of the properties are not paid for most of the parents don't even own property majority of them are living in an either in a rental property or an adult community renting and so they because they can't afford the property or they couldn't afford to, to maintain their property but you have these grown children living on the adult parents that are trying to stay afloat and just live their golden years and silver years until the most high transition them off this raggedy planet and this planet is raggedy because the humans on this planet is destroying it So we have the grown children, we have the human beings that's out of control, and the human beings of all nationalities. They're all psychopaths. And then we have our young people. We can't really blame the young people for the things that they do because they have these grown children, adults, that are not setting an example of what needs to be done. So how can you blame the Young adults, or the young children, or the teenagers, about some of the things that they're doing when the adults are doing more than what the young people are doing. I want to go into a few things that I have did some uh, research in terms of what's happening. Uh, information that I looked into to see what is going on in our world and. I I do see that there's quite a few things. Um, I know many of you are familiar with the Tyree Nichols situation with these black cops, five black cops that brutally beat this young man to death. It really puts me in the mind of the Arthur McDuffie riots or the Arthur McDuffie killing with, it could have been about five or six white police officers that beat this man to death with sticks and, you know, just constantly banging him on top of the head. If you're hitting someone with a club and that club is heavy and is made of wood and you're constantly banging him and pounding him across the head with it, not just one stick, but six people with the same stick and they're constantly banging their head you eventually the head is gonna crack. The skull is going to crack, and at some point, one of those officers—and I'm speaking of the Arthur McDuffie case—to say this is just repeating itself. The difference is, it's black officers that's doing it to a black man. Not saying that because the officers are black or the guy is black or if the you know the suspect was black and he was doing something wrong. Then you go, you apprehend him, you put him in handcuffs, and you put his butt in the back of the car and take him down. But the Arthur McDuffie brutally killing that happened here in Miami back in the 1980s, it was the same situation. What happened was they was chasing him. He was on a motorcycle, if i if I could remember. He was on a motorcycle and he either he ran the red light or he didn't have a tag on the bike. Something was going on where they chased him. When he finally was either stopped or apprehended, he got off the bike and instead of them getting him, handcuffing him and putting him behind the car, they beat him to death. Because they're mad, he didn't have a gun, he didn't harm anyone, he didn't hold anyone hostage, it was just him. He had whatever reason he felt he needed to not stop or flee because he ran the red light or maybe because I think his tag was expired. Something to that effect. But I do know he was an insurance um, agent. So they beat him to death and then all hell broke loose here in Miami. It was a big riot. There were many people that got killed in, in that riot. And it's not just white people it was black people white people innocent black and white people were killed in that riot down here they don't talk about that but i know the young lady who was hit by a car at the age of 11 and died and then they resuscitated her back and she ended up surviving that because the car hit her and pinned her up against the wall and she ended up surviving that but ended up losing a leg I am going to have her on the show again. Because I did have her on the show again. But we are going to talk about this issue that's going on with the police department. Everywhere. Not just here in South Florida. But everywhere in this country. And I can't talk about the other countries. Because I don't live in those countries. I live here. But it's going over everywhere on this planet. It is going on with the the brutal attacks on especially unarmed people who they are attempting to arrest if that person is mouthing off or saying some things that you don't like you cannot take that personal you cannot take it and let it rub your ego If it pokes your ego and you get upset about it, you're in the wrong business. Because now you are sensitive. You have thin skin. I do know a lot of officers, they get very agitated when the person who they are arresting is cursing back at them, calling them all kinds of names. And I know we're human, but at the end of the day, you're wearing a badge. Your job is to protect the community serve the community, arrest that person and get them to the precinct so that you can book them and hold them accountable until they go to court, not beat them up, not kick their ass, not punch them in the nose, not put them in the car in the heater, not tase them when they're not causing harm on you while they're handcuffed and not beat them to death. It reminds me of that situation that happened here. But now other stories are coming out and I kept saying that there's missing pieces to that puzzle because it was more than five officers. Now I'm hearing it was about 10 officers and a few of those officers were white. Where are those officers? These five black officers with their dumb asses, knowing that they were going to arrest them quickly than they do any of the other officers. Quickly. We still have officers that's pending investigations from other issues that took place. That whole Tamir Rice situation, they threw that out. And they literally killed that little boy. They threw that completely out, Sandra Bland. They claimed that nothing went wrong. we have to hold these officers accountable and i feel we don't just have to hold the officers accountable i feel we have to hold the sergeant the lieutenant the captain the major the chief the assistant director and the director and then once it gets to the director then it has to go to the mayor of that city because someone has to be accountable, has to be held accountable for the way that these officers are behaving in the street. If they continue to do this and not be reprimanded or there's no repercussion behind it, it's gonna continue. How you're going to fire someone who is abusing their badge and honor, and then they leave and go get a job somewhere somewhere else? Not in the same state. They go leave and go to another state. They need to arrest them and then they need to take their pension, everything that they earn. they need to take it. And then they need to give it to the families who they murdered. That's what they need to do, my opinion. So that's what's going on. They're protesting over in Memphis. They, it's, it's just been a mess. And I always say, when we get closer and closer to a new election year, something like this always happened. And it always happened with black men black women, where they're either killing them or something is happening where the world is going to spark so that we can get a distraction off of what's coming up. While we are focusing on all of this because the plan is for them to go out and kill a black person, because we know the country is very sensitive about this, about the police officers and the police department killing black people. So they're going to take all their focus on that Meanwhile, the criminals that's in the White House is doing all their dirt behind closed doors. Why well, are not focusing on that? Changing laws, changing bills, all of that foolishness. So now that's my segue to go right into the criminal politician. So DeSantis here in Florida, who Florida voted for to be governor, has banned advanced african-american studies so now here is the twist he's claiming that he's banding it because of a queer theory and a prison subject speaking about black people going to prison or the numbers of black people in prison and he feels like what does the prison system has to do with black people Mm. Then he says, what does queer theory has to do with um, African-American history? So my question to him is, who is developing this curriculum for African-American, advanced African-American studies? Who created this? And we need to see it because someone posted it on their page. As a matter of fact, it was Tamika Mallory who is a part of, She's I don't know if she's officially a part of Black Lives Matter movement, but I do know she's an advocate and she's she's a protest and she always has a voice when it comes to situations like this. But she posted that on her page, and I really couldn't see it because it was a big red watermark going across it where you really couldn't see all of it because it was blocking certain certain courses but you can see on the left column what the courses were, but you couldn't see the curriculum of the course. Like you couldn't see the description, but you can see the title. And going through all those slides she had on her page, I think it was about 10. I didn't see anything on there that said queer theory. Queer theory. I don't know what that is. So because that was indicated that that was a part of the curriculum, he wants to ban it. So my question is, if it's in there, then say you want to ban that part. Even though queer is a part of our history, too, it's a part of everybody's history. Hell, it's queer people in the government. Look at George Santos. He was a cross-dresser. And he's he's probably still, you know, living his truth. He just saying, well, not living his truth. But he is, in fact, gay. The one who lied and said that he, um, his parents was from, the, uh, died in the Holocaust or his grandparents died in the Holocaust. So that's what's going on here in Florida. Then on top of that with the guy, George Santos, who lied and said that he was somebody uh, famous. And then he did all these amazing things and come to find out he was a cross dresser and he was a drag queen. He was a drag queen. I don't know what to say about these people. All I can say people is, we are in the days of us to survive. All of those movies that were made in the past, like Terminator, um, The Matrix, uh, The Day After Tomorrow, all of those type of movies are all coming to reality. They have to come from something. The movie script comes from someone's mindset. I don't know what else to say about that, but I do know that um, Ron DeSantis, uh, he banned African-American studies. And before I finish up speaking about these uh, criminal politicians, I do want to say that I know he's going to be making an announcement that he's going to be running for president in 2024. Along with Trump-a-Noodle, I don't know how Trump-a-Noodle is still able to run for president in 2024. When he's under investigation, he's been impeached twice. How can he even run? I mean, his shot should be completely over. Then I hear that if Trump is running, he's going to have, this is just a rumor, Marjorie Taylor Greene as his running mate for vice president. Oh, and Pence is also running for president. Then I hear that they are preparing for Kamala Harris to run for president for the Democratic Party because Joe Biden needs to sit down. Okay? he That poltergeist needs to sit down. Enough is enough. So that's enough with that. I also want to um, read something I just got in uh, last night on um, in my email, it says something about Cheryl's official investigate incident involving Kanye West in Newbury Park. I really, really don't want to talk about Kanye because it's just so much going on um, to continue to keep giving him this press, even though it's bad press, but it's press, it's still press. And it's just, it's just too much going on. And then the regular people, like his sele- uh, his fan base, and when I say regular people, I'm speaking of his fans. Um, well, I won't say regular people because some of these fans, they're just out of control. But I found this email, this email came in my box uh, last night. And it says that the uh, Ventura County Sheriff's deputies responded to an alleged battery incident involving celebrity Kanye West near the sports academy on Rancho Concello Boulevard in Newbury Park late Friday afternoon. Officials said the incident was reported around 4.37 p.m. after a reported altercation between West and a woman. This is what the captain of the sheriff's department, name is Captain Williams. This is what he said. Um, also, West reportedly grabbed a cell phone out of the woman's hand. He was no longer at the scene when deputies arrived. The sheriff's office was pro- pro- uh, provided with video of the interaction, no injuries were reported. A video posted on TMZ appears to show Wes approaching a woman in the driver's seat of a car stopped near the intersection of Rancho Calleos Boulevard and Teller Road where other vehicles had also stopped. The driver is shown videoing Wes on her phone while he leans toward the window and appears upset about how he was being photographed, telling her to stop with your camera. After a short exchange, during which the woman can be heard saying, But Kanye, you're a celebrity. West appears to snatch the phone from her hand and toss it away. The camera pulls back to a wider view that shows a photographer standing in the roadway pointing a video camera at West as he walks away. The intersection where the exchange took place is down the street from the sports academy, which previously went by the name Mamba Sports Academy after the late Kobe Bryant, the Los Angeles Lakers basketball legend, forged a partnership with the training facility in 2018. After Bryant's death in 2020, Mamba was removed from the academy's name out of respect. The detectives from the Sheriff's East Valley unit will follow up on Friday's incident. No arrest had been made as of Saturday afternoon. I, I don't know. I just read it. Just to keep the momentum going, I really don't think that was news because this happens all the time with celebrities. These people, you know, these fans, they really don't understand that because you're a celebrity don't mean you can just be filming me and taking pictures of me. I'm sitting here with my family or my children. They can't even go out in public. But it it comes with the business, but it's because it comes with it don't mean you have to accept it. You know, and some people really need to back off and understand there's a time and place for that. You, you don't necessarily have to continue to just feel like you can just snap pictures, you know, and videos of people. I have one more. I have one more thing I want to want to share with you guys in my news report today. And it is about the son of of the comedian, of comedian Ricky Smiley. He lost his son, Brandon Smiley, the night before last. I saw on his Instagram that he posted that his son had passed away. And he had wanted to let everybody know before they heard it in the streets. Or before someone said whatever was going on. Or if they get the wrong information. He has not mentioned the cause of his death but he is very overwhelmed he's very distraught about it if you have watched Ricky Smiley's reality show with his kids he did a reality show a couple years ago and it was really good and his oldest son Brandon was on there and they had like a very conflicting relationship like they bumped heads a lot because Ricky wanted him to do the right thing and giving him info, advice on how he needs to be a man and step up to the plate. You know, what most parents tell their grown children, you know, and he just didn't see eye to eye with his dad. And so there was an episode where his dad set him down with a family counselor and told him that the last thing he want to do is bury him. The last thing he want to do is bury his son because his grandparents had to bury his dad because his dad was living out there in the streets, living that wildlife. I don't know if this is what happened to Brandon, if it was his lifestyle or whatever he was doing or if he was sick, I don't know. Once I get the information, I'll come back with a follow-up. But he was explaining to him that's something he did not want to do. Seeing a parent bury their child or children, it doesn't matter how old they are, it's not good for the parent. It's heartbreaking. Brandon was sitting there absorbing and taking it all in, but I don't know if he really was comprehending what was what was being said. Because a lot of times our grown children, they hear you, but they really don't hear you. But I am so I am so sad about that with him because I know Ricky Smiley will go above and beyond for his children. He's very transparent about it. He puts it out there and he let everybody know what he does. He even was doing it with his nephew because his nephew was living with him and he was on the show. Ricky Smiley, his discipline ways comes off very strict because that's how he was raised. He was raised by his grandparents And so, I mean, along with his mother, but his grandparents. So he got, he was instilled with that way of of discipline. And he was just trying to raise, you know, his children the same way to keep them straight. But it's unfortunate, you know, it's so much going on in the world. And our children are leaving this planet before the parents. And it's, it's not right. You know, it really isn't. So, all right, well, I think that's everything that I wanted to talk about today. I did want to come on and just sort of give an analysis of who's tuning into my show, and I do appreciate it. Once my show is complete and I go back and see how many people tuned in, because remember I was telling you guys in last season that if Anchor didn't give me the plays or the listenings that I needed, I was going to switch and probably go somewhere else. But lately, it's been doing well because it's all a part of me pumping and pushing out content. So the more content I push out, then I notice that more plays are getting played. So that's what's been happening. And looking at my analysis report, my age demographics or my target audience It's between the ages of 22 and 34. Like I can't believe that that age group is tuning in and I do appreciate it. And I feel like the young people wanna hear different content other than what they hear every day on social media and what they hear on other podcasts and what they hear on TV with these reality shows. They probably want a a breath of fresh air of content. And so I do try to provide that. I try to provide informative information where we all can learn something, including myself. When I come across a topic to discuss, I go deep and I do the research and I do it so you don't have to, but I still recommend that you do so that you can learn that information on your own. So I do appreciate it, you know, and I continue, I hope you all continue to tune in. And then from there, it's from, you know, 35 and older, that follows me but those that are much older they really don't i think it's like one percent because like people who are at 60 and older they really don't get on these type of apps so but yeah thank you all so much i really appreciate it uh stay tuned for my next podcast and if you are following or listening to my episode i have a series called my son is an asshole and i'm being very honest he really is i love him but he's an asshole he also needs to get uh, some mental health because he really is spiraling and he doesn't feel like he needs it. He doesn't think anything is wrong with him. And I feel like a lot of his issues are maybe 30% mental and 70% asshole. That's how I see it. But the older he gets, if he doesn't get the help he needs, that 30% can then increase. And move the asshole out the way. So if any of you are experiencing any type of mental issues, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. You're feeling like you are having mood swings and, and you just don't feel like yourself. And you, you're you an introvert and you just have these. You're a high functioning depressed, depressed person where you can go to work and everything seems fine. But you are not fine overall. Please talk to someone. Please get some help. And if you want to talk about it here on the show, I I am going to be talking more about mental health and the different types of mental health conditions that's out there, ways we can treat it and ways we can prevent it from spiraling out. All right. Okay, beautiful faces. I'll talk to you guys in the next video. Have a sunny day. Our world foundation is shifting or happening.